You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 160. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, babes. Okay, I'm sneaking in because, hello, we forgot to tell you about the Black Friday deal. (laughs) We got all excited, a little too excited that we forgot to tell you, my dear, cherished podcast listeners, that there was a Black Friday deal. And it was the best deal we've ever done and will ever do. It was $1,000 off the Yummy Mummy experience. So (laughs) in light of our excitement slash mistake, we are still offering this deal through December 8th at midnight Pacific time. Use code FREEDOM, all caps, 1000 at checkout to get $1,000 off the pay in full option or the payment plan option. What is better than that? I mean, like, come on. So if you are ready to lose weight for the last time, we are going to do it inside the January cohort. We start January 17th. We meet every single week at 1130. You don't have to be there live. And you are guaranteed to lose weight for the last time, become free from food forever. The definition, you've heard me say it before, is of insanity. It's doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Do something different. It's actually, this is brutal, I know, but it's going to get worse if you don't get out of your own way. So stop going down the same path you've always gone down. Let's try something new and different. Let's work on your mindset. If you feel like You know what to do, but you just can't get yourself to do it. It's because we have to work on your mindset and we have to change your brain. And that's what we do inside the Yummy Mummy Experience, among so much other amazing, fun, cool stuff. If you could start to envision yourself June 2024, rocking that bathing suit, I know it seems impossible. You're just going to have to borrow my belief in you that you can do it. So get your booty in there, grab your spot, get your $1,000 off, and let's do this. Let's lose weight for the last damn time. If you have any questions, just email me, laura at lauraconley.com, and we will get you taken care of. If you want to hop on a call, happy to do that too, but you want to get your spot before December 8th at midnight. I love you. Enjoy this episode. Oh, this is one of my favorites. It's so good. So good. Okay. I love you all. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Hello, yummy mummies out there and here. You guys, this is a very special episode because we have some yum mum alum that are joining us and want to share a little bit about their experience. These are my all-time utmost favorite podcasts to record. Like This is like the highlight of my day. I literally just journaled in my journal. Courtney, who's on this podcast, knows that I love the five-minute journal and always ask you, what are you looking forward to today? I'm most looking forward to talking with these amazing women. And what I would offer you as the audience is to find a little glimmer, find one thing that they say that inspires you and let it move you forward. Okay. So without further ado, Courtney, introduce yourself to us. We're just going to go round robin, you guys. So I'm going to have the Yum Mum alum introduce themselves to you. Tell us like the craziest diet, craziest thing they ever did to try to lose weight before the Yummy Mummy experience, obviously. And then what was it like before the Yummy Mummy experience? Like what was their struggle like? And then what is it like for them now? So Courtney, take it away. Hi, thanks, Laura, for having me today. I'm Courtney. I was in the April 2023 group of the Yummy Mummy experience. And I'm a mom of a teenager and work for a health system in marketing 
And let's see, the craziest thing I've done, I don't even know. I can't even name one, but I can tell you I've spent an obscene amount of money over the years, including pretty much anything that was served up to me on Instagram over the last couple of years. It's like, oh yeah, this is going to work for you. Okay, great. So I think it's just probably the chaos and craziness of it comes from the aggregate of all of the different things that I have tried over the past decades, plural. So I was always a little bit heavier in my younger years. And then I had my son and about a year after he was born, I got real serious about it and very successfully lost a lot of weight and stayed that way for 15 years. And all of a sudden I turned 40 and it was total hormones winning everything. Then that turned into COVID, which turned into stressful work, which turned into lots of movies and TV at night on the couch versus being out in the world. Slowly, the scale is creeping up or not so slowly, I guess, depends how you think about it. And I just started feeling horrible. I felt horrible about the way I felt in my clothes. I hated getting dressed. I hated when eventually I had to go back to work and go into my office. None of my work clothes fit me the way they used to. And my confidence was deflated. It was very difficult to be whole and be all of me and what people thought I was when I felt so uncomfortable in my skin, which was finally why I I took the plunge and joined the YMX early in 2023. And today is very different. I am a different human, truly. I lost the weight that I came to lose, which was fantastic, but I'm way lighter than that. I'm so much more calm. I'm so much more cool. Like my team comments about how relaxed wow. and I say things all the time, like nobody's going to die or we'll get there when we get there. And I wasn't like that before. And then really, I think the biggest thing for me is that I've got this unflappable courage that I didn't have before. Um, I've started taking figure skating lessons in my mid forties. Like how weird is that? Something I've always wanted to do. And I just decided a few months into losing weight that I was ready to take that plunge. I just passed my first couple of levels this week. So did that. And then the even bigger challenge that I've taken on is I'm actually training to teach bar classes now. So that's been a a piece of my journey that I've loved is being a part of that bar classes and community. And now I get to start leading classes. I start next Monday leading. Yes, already. So I'm on the schedule. I love it. Oh my God. It, It was so fun, you guys, to watch that journey. I'm like over here with the chills, literally. I got full body chills when you said unflappable courage because... We were talking about, you guys, before we hit record, what does the audience need to know in order to be free? And I think that might be part of it is like developing this unflappable courage like that. Oh, my God, it gives me chills. It's it's pure freedom, because if you have unflappable courage and you can live out your desires, like capital D desire, like that live that that live within you that are begging to be released and like given attention to. So I am just, that is so freaking cool. Courtney, it was so fun, you guys, to watch her go through like, oh my God, I'm going to like do the bar audition and the whole thing because it's a manifestation of the work that we do inside the experience. It really is. And I don't think I would have taken the plunge independent of the weight. Otherwise, I think it was really a lot of the thought work that we did and realizing that I get to choose 
what I think. And and even if I bombed the audition, that doesn't make me any less of a human or yeah. less good at bar or anything. I think going into it, knowing that that didn't define who I was or what other people thought of me didn't define. I don't think I knew how to think like that yeah. nine months ago. So powerful. That's so, so cool. How much weight did you lose? You kind of mentioned it, but I mean, I know, but I know the audience wants to know. All I want to talk about is like self-love and ice skating, but they want to know how much weight you lost and a little bit about that. Sure. I'm at 26 pounds and continuing on. I have a few more that I'd like to lose. Although if you said this was where I was for the rest of my life, I would be so thrilled with that. So really excited about that part of it. I love that. You can like so see how you just embody that like calm, cool thing. I love it. Okay. Jennifer, introduce yourself to us. All right. Uh, I'm Jennifer. I live in the Chicago suburbs with my husband and I have seven-year-old twin boys. I work in learning and development for a professional services firm. I've worked there for 20 years, which seems crazy to me. And as far as my like before and after, the way I did describe myself before was paralyzed and sitting on the sidelines. I was someone that did not struggle with my weight most of my life. I was actually pretty thin and was kind of known for being skinny throughout high school and college. Weight just sort of creeped on throughout my 20s and 30s, but I was still very much in a normal range for my height and my body type. So it creeped on and and then it really creeped on. 2019 to 2022, I basically packed on about 50 pounds in those three years. And we talk about the diet brain. I didn't really think I had a diet brain. <laughs> And then I realized I did because when I thought about what are the different things I've done to try to lose weight, I was actually doing a lot of things in my 30s, trying to get from normal to below average for my height. So you name it, South Beach Diet, Weight Watchers, Tracy Anderson Method, My Fit Foods, a personal trainer where all I did was gain weight, 21 Day Fix, To Be Mindset, Noom. More than half of those I did when I was in my 30s. The only thing I actually did when I probably truly needed to lose weight, I was technically overweight at that point, was Noom. And so I didn't think I had a diet brain. And I think what happened is I found myself between just some emotional challenges and then COVID and everything else, I suddenly did have a significant amount of weight to lose. And because I had never successfully lost weight for any amount of time, I simply didn't believe I could do it. Mm. I was like, what? But now I'm like, well, geez, when I was trying to lose 10 pounds, I couldn't do it. And now I'm, I need to lose 50. So that was very daunting. And I was basically paralyzed. I was afraid to try anything. And I was sitting on the sidelines, not playing with my kids, not swimming with my kids, not getting family pictures taken, avoiding candid photographs as much as possible cringing at photographs that other people posted and just really feeling profoundly uncomfortable every day. And I also realized it was very noisy in my head. There were constant thoughts. Like it started with getting up and getting dressed. It's like, ugh, this is the only stuff that fits. And then just walking by mirrors, trying to avoid mirrors. Like every time I ate, thinking like, should I be eating this? But then wanting the sugar and all this stuff that just temporarily made me feel better. 
And so the word I would describe myself now is empowered. I learned what I needed to learn about myself, about how I got to where I was and how my thoughts were part of that and how I can change my thoughts to change my everyday reality. So I feel so much lighter, to use Courtney's word, both really physically, of course. I mean, I've lost 43 pounds and counting, um, which is way more than I ever thought possible, to be perfectly frank. But how much mentally lighter I feel. It's quiet in my brain now. I just get up and I grab clothes. It's just quiet. I don't know. How, it's peaceful in my brain now, whereas it was very noisy before with a lot of negative self-talk, frankly, and feeling ashamed and embarrassed that I had allowed myself to put on that much weight in a fairly short time. Oh my God. I know that so many people can relate to that. That is just, it's so many women's story. And I love how you're Mm -hmm. talking about like, I didn't believe. So what got you over the hump and what would you tell somebody who is in the shoes that you were in and they just don't believe they literally tried everything nothing worked well why mm. is this going to work then like it's okay if you don't believe at first because Laura and the rest of your cohort your group your community will believe for you you will learn the tools in the program to start to believe in yourself and i think then as you see results that compounds I had the benefit of having a personal friend, and I would say a very casual friend, not not a friend I'd had for many years or that I knew super well, but I had the benefit of a friend who shared, who had gone through the Yummy Mummy previously and had shared, and she just looked so damn good. I was at rock bottom at that point. I was like, I got to know what she's doing. And it almost brings me to tears. She said, I know you don't believe you can do this right now. She's like, so I will believe for you and Laura will believe for you. So it's okay. What I would tell people is it's okay. You can borrow other people's belief in you until you feel it yourself. And I believe wholeheartedly that if you show up and you do the work and you have an open mind and open yourself to the other people in the group that you will find that belief in yourself. I have no doubt. So I will believe on behalf of anyone out there listening who's who wants to join and is struggling, I will believe for you. I will pay that forward because someone did for me. Yeah. And I would encourage you to take her up on that because it's it works, actually. <laughs> if you don't have a casual friend like she had, like, Use her. I mean, there's just, there's so many of us now that you don't need a friend at this point. There's so, like, go to the website, listen to, like, I've had, I don't, dozens of the Yum Mum alum on the podcast. It's just, it seems too good to be true sometimes, but because we failed at all the things, but it's legit and just borrow our belief in you until you can get there yourself. So, Jennifer, I mean, you you mentioned words like peaceful and and calm, and you just kind of like wake up and do your day. Like, if you had to describe how you feel now in a word or two or three, what would you say? Empowered and joyful. I know I can keep going. It's a practice, as you always say to us. It's not a 
There's not an end point where you stop doing what you're doing and magically everything stays the same. It is a practice, but I feel empowered by that. Like I know, I know what has worked for me and it can be a little bit different for everybody. Not everybody's experience is, it's not a cookie cutter approach or experience, which I liked as well. I think that resonated with me. But I definitely, I feel, yeah, empowered, proud of myself, joyful, and much more peaceful are the words that I would choose. I love that. So good. Oh, I'm going to cry on this podcast, you guys. It's good. Riley, talk to us. Hi, I'm Riley, and I've lived all over the place and am currently in the Intermountain West, not too far from Laura. I'm going to darken her doorstep on this day. I work for myself at the intersection of science, education, and art, and I love it. And I did not have a friend who introduced me to the Yummy Mummy experience or YMX, which feels more comfortable to many of us, right? (laughs) But I had been doing some business coaching and mindset coaching, and I knew the power of coaching and what, what it could do for my mind. And I'd been doing some business coaching, but I was desperately unhappy in my body and many parts of my mind. I was in physical pain. I was, I felt unhinged in my day to day, like not knowing what was going to make me feel terrible about myself in my body, in my skin. And I was really cruel to myself. I was embarrassed, like what my girls, Courtney, And Jennifer said, really, like, really hits home. I was embarrassed and ashamed that I hadn't solved my weight challenges on my own. Very do it myself, scrappy, like to take care of it. And I think large part of that is that I never really had what I identified as a weight problem. I didn't realize I had an unhealthy relationship with shoes. I I'm a long-time athlete, and I've always had what I felt like at the surface was a healthy diet. As an athlete, I could burn up calories as I consume them, like whatever, anything. But I frequently gained weight during periods of stress, even so. And when I became pregnant with my son, I couldn't move my body in ways that I used to, and I gained a lot of weight. My body suffered immensely. I had a number of physiological and mechanical body challenges that resulted from that pregnancy and the weight gain. I lost the weight through damaging amounts of physical activity that did some additional bodily harm and then had a pretty average amount of weight gain with my second child. But the physical challenge didn't disappear. I was misdiagnosed as being diabetic. My and all sorts of other stuff that happened. I tore muscles. I broke bones. I couldn't exercise like I used to. And Laura, you asked us, what's the craziest thing we did to lose weight? I was like, I don't think I've ever done anything crazy to lose weight. Like nothing. Like I haven't done diets for the most part. Not really. (laughs) That's not true. And now that I reflect, I used to use marathon and even ultra marathon training to keep my weight down. Yeah. Uh, Like up to a hundred miles. Yeah. Like this was tricky because I, I truly loved running. It was a huge yeah. part of my identity. 
But also I did use exercise as a permission both to eat whatever I wanted and occasionally as permi- as punishment oh, for eating yeah. what seemed like, yeah, unhealthy wow. amounts or unhealthy food, whatever that means. Um, Me and I, I totally yeah. identify with that. I mean, I think there's so much freedom in being able to disconnect the two. Like, can we just love exercise because it makes us feel good instead of like, using it as a way to earn food or a way to punish ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think exactly. And I don't think that trade-off punishment and reward, like I didn't think about it as a trade-off punishment reward system because it's all around us. And it's like thrown at us as being normal. Like we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do the turkey trot. You better do the turkey trot. You want to do the freaking wobble before you can gobble. Like, like, bumps. It's so awful at so many levels. You can eat what you want and you can exercise when you want. And the, the, like the exercise industry and diet industry really messes with our heads. And like those things, they are separate. Like exercise is freaking fantastic because of what it can do for you, but not as a weight loss tool in and of itself. It's so damaging and it takes the joy out of moving your body, which yeah. uh, is just awful for me. Oh, that is, that is freeing there because and I, now. I, yeah, well, I want to hear more about that, but I, I just want to say like, I can remember like just going to bed on the days that I didn't work out or I didn't work out hard enough or I didn't do it two a day with just like cloaked in shame because it like wasn't good enough. It wasn't, it was, and it was never enough. Like, so it, that's one of like my favorite gifts of this methodology is like, I just purely love exercise, like for my mental health, for, for my physical health too, but it's just not tied to my weight. It's so, it's so cool. Okay. So tell us what, yeah. Tell us what it's like for you now, Riley. Like, how do you feel now? Well, right now I can't actually run at all because I'm repairing an injury from when I was pushing everything too hard. And that's okay. Like some days it's, I feel the, 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 I don't know. I miss it. But, and I do exercise, but like a normal person who enjoys moving around. And I never cut what I eat to match a missed workout or a no workout day. I will add if I've done a big workout based on whether I'm hungry or not. So as before, I felt like chaotic and crazy and like I had no control over what I was going to eat, depending on what I could actually manage to do for exercise. Now I feel calm and patient and I'm just going to eat something when I'm hungry. What a concept. What a concept. concept. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. So one of Courtney's favorite questions was, what do the moms know? What, like, what do the moms need to know rather in order to be free? So Courtney, what do you have to say to that? And then if anyone else wants to share, I would love to hear. Yeah, I think for me, and, and I didn't, understand all of the pieces and parts that I was getting into when I signed up. I came for the the weight loss and the other stuff. I knew it was there. I just didn't know what it was. But I think learning that my thoughts are mine and I can choose what to think. And then that immediate impact on what happens afterwards. And I think that's a huge thing. I don't think and I don't think anyone's really taught on how to feel your feelings and how to take ownership of those and then change them in a way or feel them and then change them in a way that supports what you're trying to do versus 
I don't know what the word is, but it ends up being self-sabotage is ultimately yeah. what the result is. And, and it doesn't have to be. And I think a lot of my success with weight loss and even some of these other things that I'm doing right now and other places I'm applying this to, that's that's what I'd say is I learned how to think my thoughts and that is so freeing. So, so freeing. Yeah, because our thoughts dictate everything. I mean, all the great sages and wise people out there, the Oprah's and the Buddha's and the Mother Teresa's, they all there's quotes from like everyone that talk about like our thoughts create a reality, but like, that's great on Instagram. That sounds pretty cool. But like, how do we actually, how do we actually apply it? Or how do we actually take that quote and then do something with it? Sounds great. It's great. Like lip service, but until you come into the experience and really learn how to work with your thoughts there, yeah, it's, it can be a trap. (laughs) I have a little funny about that too, is I bought a ton of self-help books as I was trying to figure out my problem. And some of them was like, oh my gosh, this is so out there. This is crazy. Since learning that piece during the YMX, I, I've realized that those books actually do say something. Like they were in the Goodwill pile kind of thing. And I pulled some of them out and I'm like, oh, I get yeah. this now. I get what they were trying to get me to do. And, and I'm here for it. Like, yeah. But I mean, I just was like, this is so ridiculous. Like I yeah. can't do this and, and I can do it and I do. And it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but to toot my own horn. Like I always say, like, I just think that the methodology makes it so easy to apply and so digestible. It's so funny. I'm going through another, I've been through like a bunch, but I'm going through another yoga teacher training for yoga nidra to bring to the yummy mummies which is so fun it works on the subconscious and the unconscious and our nervous system and it's just it's really cool because we do a lot of thought work inside the yummy mummy but don't do a ton of body work and this is one way we can do it over zoom anyways that's a tangent but there's a lot of yogic philosophy in this training that i'm in that i've already learned a million times but i like I get what they were trying to teach me in like 2011 when I was going through my first yoga teacher training that like just, it just sort of like poof, flew over. And I loved teaching yoga and I loved teaching meditation. But when I started coaching, I, I almost had to let some of those hours of me teaching go because the transformation of coaching and thought work is just so much more powerful. And it's like just so much quicker. So I know that's a bit of a tangent, but this is the way to apply what so many, so many teachers are teaching, but we don't, we don't have the application. We don't have like the lab. Like, I feel like this is like the lab where we learn to like go and actually practice it. So yeah, that's so cool. Riley. Yeah. A couple of things that I feel like would have benefited me to know what I needed to be free, that I want to share. The first is that it's possible, well, necessary to love my body and myself at any weight. And if you have any interest in losing any weight, you have to love yourself. You have to love your body regardless of your weight. Yeah. And that everything in life is a practice. And we're always learning and we're always learning in the YMX, learning what works for us learning how to get uncomfortable, learning that discomfort does not mean deprivation, that over-restricting, over-exercising are incredibly damaging. 
And those practices break down our bodies and minds. And learning how to be free from that is insurance to the thought work that we do. Yeah. So powerful. I love that. Jennifer. I would like people to know that you can lose weight and never count a single calorie, macro, or track in detail what you are eating. And I think that component that was such is such a critical part of so much of what is out there in the in the diet and weight management industry. That is such a critical component of so many other programs. And I think that's why I was I re, it, somewhere in my brain <laughs> back then I knew that that was bananas and I shouldn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why so many other things didn't work for me because it just Something about it felt obsessive and I didn't like it and I wasn't good at it. And I was so relieved that I was not counting calories or macros or anything in this program. And I don't know that I would have believed I could lose 40 plus pounds without being obsessive about what I was eating. And I did. And you don't have to. Yeah. So like to Riley's point and to your point, like you can lose weight for the last time without deprivation, without calorie counting, with keeping whatever your favorite, like if it's chocolate or pizza or wine or whatever, you you still get to have like the things that you want, just not every day, all day, which you don't really want anyways, because it makes you feel like crap. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds. Riley, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that one of the things that struck me early on and just continues to amaze me and make me so happy to be part of this group and to know the women in my, my cohort, one of like, I guess one of the greatest amounts of weight loss. I don't know if the words aren't coming together. <laughs> Most cumulative weight loss, this amazing woman, she ate ice cream every week. And that to me was insanely inspiring. And I was like, oh yeah, that actually can help me. But like you said, not every day, not all the time, because it makes horrible. But that as something that is an inherent part of your journey is just mind boggling and wonderful. I I told my friend when... When I spoke to the friend that was my referral into YMX, literally probably the second thing out of my mouth was, if you tell me I can never have ice cream again, I'm not interested. And because I just, as much as like, I knew my relationship with food wasn't what it should be. I also just felt like I do want to have some, some joy. (laughs) I want to have an ice cream cone with my kids once in a while, kind of a thing. So, yeah. So cool. So why were you guys hesitant to sign up for the Yummy Mummy? And what helped you to overcome that hesitation? I feel like Courtney has an answer. She looks like she's trying to unmute herself. (laughs) Oh, I can go first. Yeah, you go. A couple. I had a lot of anxiety and it wouldn't be one of these podcasts without someone seeing they had a lot of anxiety about the community. I wanted to get one-on-one coaching. I wanted you to help me on my own. And I realized probably about three and a half minutes into our very first meeting that I'm really glad I took that risk and did the community path. And 
I, I truly can't even imagine it without that function. And I get why you do that now. So I think that's, that's part of it. And, and, I would be remiss to not say the cost held me back a little oh, bit at yeah. first. No, I want to talk about that <laughs> because I everyone mean, has, I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people have that same sort of hesitation, which I get. Yeah. And for me, that was a big deal because it's a lot of money. I mean, no matter which way you you cut it, it's a lot of money. I'm grateful that I mean, I guess one perk of being divorced is you don't have to ask someone else's permission to do stuff. So I got to skip all of that, that side of it. But it was a hard pill to sell wallow it the first. And I didn't join the original cohort. I thought I might consider joining because of that. But I started thinking about all the money I'd spent on those stupid Instagram ads and the functional medicine, weight, medical weight loss programs, all these silly things that I had done. I'm like, okay, maybe that's not so much. And I did this thing, and I don't think I've told you this, Laura, but I was like, this program's six months, but I'm going to be giving this a solid year of my life. Let's, what's $5,000 divided by 365? And it's side note, it's like $13.70 a day. And I'm like, if I needed to cut back on $14 a day, I could do that. I mean, what's that bottle of mediocre wine? It's this, you know what I mean? It's get pizza one less time per week or two less times per week, whatever it is. And it's, it's very easy to swallow a pill when you break it down like that. So, and and I just saw the results of others that I know in real life and then through sharing, you're sharing online and, and I knew it was the right thing to do. So, so I just, I love that. You did like math basically. I I mean, I think that's like an important thing to pass on is like, hack it, hack it with math. Just do some math on how much you spend on Instagram or whatever, like, and with your math, it's like around 400 something dollars a month for a year. It's like most of us are spending that on like a couple gym memberships, a nutritionist, a program here. A, it, it adds up. And what's so funny, I mean, this is always my point, is like those things don't actually solve it. <laughs> they don't actually work. So it's like it's not even an investment. It's just a wasted expense, right? With the Yummy Mummy, there's such a return, in my opinion. <laughs> Okay, Jennifer. I honestly don't think I was hesitant at all because I was so rock bottom at the point mm-hmm. that that the April experience was opening up. So I, I I basically believed what my friend Sarah told me and I said, okay. Now, yes, when I saw the price tag, my first thought was, oof. But I knew I had the money and I knew if the weight loss fairy came and said, hand me $5,000 and tomorrow you'll wake up at your ideal weight, I would pay it in a heartbeat, right? Because who wouldn't to not have to do any work? But I also know like there's no such thing as a free lunch, right? You you have to do the work. And for me, I actually thought about it as an investment in the next, hopefully another 40 some years of my life. Yeah. And I also realized that between... Um, what I'd spent on, I mean, gosh, I was paying for Weight Watchers for years after I actually stopped doing it. It was just $10 a month on my credit card. I just was always like, yeah, I'll get back to that. Between what I spent on different programs and what I spent on having to buy new clothes as I gained weight. And then when I thought about the opportunity cost of the things I wasn't doing with my husband and my children and literally precious moments I wasn't going to get back, the investment was more than worth it for me. Yeah. 
Oh, that is so, so good. That gave me the chills, the opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is the cost of you not doing this? What is the cost of you not healing this at the root? What is the cost of you not losing weight for the last time? It's such a good question to ask. Riley, what were you going to say? Um, well, I wasn't spending much on, I wasn't spending anything on diets or anything. And I have gym memberships, but I still use them. Yeah. Um, so to me, the cost was like a, Oh, like it was a barrier. Um, it's, yeah. it's more than any of the cars I owned. I remember, I'm over 40. <laughs> it's more than any of the cars I owned, um, before we had kids and it just felt crazy. But then I did the math that Courtney did, honestly, and the math that Jennifer did looking ahead. And for a variety of life circumstances, I came face to face with understanding that this is like truly understanding. This is my one life and I want to make the absolute most of it. And for myself, for my family, for my broader community and for the greater good and to contribute in ways that feel most meaningful to me, I had to be happy with myself first and comfortable and at peace. And listening to your podcast and, and so many, I learned from so many women who engaged in this work before me, um, they exuded a peace and calm, no matter their current weight. And I wanted to embody that as well. Plus, Laura gives a money-back guarantee. And that, plus this, these other circumstances, like brought it home and decided we could, my life was, my life investment was worth this risk. And now I'm like, well, obviously... Obviously, I'd do that again, no question. Yeah. Yeah, we were sitting at the airport after Nashville or on the way home from Nashville. I forget you said something. You're like, we were just kind of relishing in the weekend. You were saying something about the cost of it. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. But it was basically like that. Like, oh, yeah, this is bargain basement for the life that you get to have. Yeah, that's. it was something along those lines. Like, this is cheap. I mean, $5,000 is a lot of money, right? But like... But the, it goes back to like, you get so much more. Like it is, it's, oh, it's exponential. It's just on and on and on and on. Yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing you guys. So what would you tell somebody? Like I kind of asked this question earlier, but what advice would you give to them to get them over that hump? Because they don't believe, right? They don't believe they can really do it because they failed maybe so many times. Or maybe it sounds too good to be true. Or the money. That's usually what we're dealing with, right? Me too, when we're going to sign up for something big like this. It's like, I don't believe it's going to work. I don't believe I'm going to work or something. I don't believe, basically, or like it's expensive. So what would you tell somebody who is is really struggling, but they have those thoughts? Jennifer? Initially, when... Because I, I truly felt addicted to sugar when I started and like learning to balance my body's hormones and 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 put sugar in its place <laughs> as an occasional treat. Yeah. But I also think it applies to the financial aspect or just the general can I do this, right? Like yes, it's it feels uncomfortable to spend $5,000 on anything. Mm-hmm. Yes, it feels uncomfortable to step into an unknown. It might feel uncomfortable to initially share your struggles with what starts out as a group of strangers, but it is a discomfort that will move you forward. 
if you open yourself to it. And I think that's my my biggest advice. I didn't realize I was already so uncomfortable all the time about everything. And choosing the discomfort that moves me forward was absolutely the the crux of it for me with this program. That is the concept that resonates the most. And when people ask me or notice the weight loss and ask what I did, that's one of the things I always say. Oh, that's so fun. I chose to be uncomfortable in a way that moved me forward. And then it turns out the discomfort is temporary. Yeah. Whereas the discomfort of staying the same is permanent. Very much so. At least it felt that way to me. Yeah. Yeah. There's two types of discomfort. Which one do you want? You get to pick. Pick the one that moves you forward and also promises that you won't be uncomfortable for a long time. I I sometimes think the biggest the biggest, most uncomfortable moment in the whole thing is the signing up process, is the clicking <laughs> and everybody, everyone's nodding. That's really the hardest part, which is yeah. kind of crazy. And people will tell me all the time, I don't know if you guys had this experience, but this is the easiest way that they've ever lost weight. All the other ways were so hard and so like deprivation inducing. And so that's that's why I say the hardest part is is clicking the button and like feeling your heart yeah. beating outside of your chest. Because even I think even if you have the money, which I did, I I feel fortunate. I I recognize the privilege there. I had the money. I didn't have to scrounge for it. But I think even if you have the money, it's well, will I lose enough to justify that price tag? Right. Like if I only lose ten pounds, is that worth it? Right. Or if I only lose 15, is that worth it? And still in my mind, I was like, well, geez, if I lost 20, that would that would totally make it worth it. And I doubled that. And I yeah. unexpectedly and and proudly. But mm. I think it That's just take cool. a chance on yourself is what I would tell people. Believe in yourself. Just borrow the belief when you don't have it. But just take a chance on yourself. That's so good. Riley, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to echo something that Jennifer said about discomfort and that I learned how to be comfortable being uncomfortable in what now feel like healthy ways, weight, weight, opportunities for growth, discomfort in growth, and that that is extended to all aspects of, of life. Wow. So cool. Okay. Can you tell us what you're saying in the chat box? Cause she's got some good things in the chat box over here. <laughs> about We're all the side money. chatting. Yeah. About the money. Yeah. I said big borrower steal. Don't steal. <laughs> Don't steal. However, you can sell, you can bank, borrow, sell something. And if I was like, I heard Laura say that in a podcast. I was like, that's insane. What can I sell? Like, I don't know. But some combination thereof is worth it because it can save your life. Like for me, disrupting the deprivation cycle, I don't know what that saved me, but probably many years in my life Um, and certainly a whole lot of of happiness. Um, Yeah, that's the part that I was really interested in is that it can save your life part. Like, yeah, be, be resourceful, figure it out. Like, when something is so dire, we figure it out. Like we are such badass, powerful women. Like we just are. We come with that innate power 
And when you remember how important this is for your, like you guys are saying, your one precious life, you'll figure it out. Because if there's a $5,000 bill for your child's health, you're going to figure it out. And, and yes. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go right. That's the other thing is like all of the injury from whatever I went through already costs more than that. I mean, insurance kicks in, but it's not everything. And I knew that taking, taking care of myself on every level was going to save Saved me a huge amount in the long run and way more than the 14 and change a day. Yeah, I love that. Okay, you guys. So let's start to wrap it up a little bit. I want to hear from you how you would describe your experience in one word if you had to pick a word. And then anything else that you want to share, anything else that you feel like the audience needs to hear, any big takeaway you had from the experience, any kind of cool favorite moment that you had from the experience. Let's end on that note. I feel like I just call on Courtney every time to kick us off. <laughs> Courtney, you go. <laughs> you got it. That's okay. One, I don't know if I have one word for the experience. I think for me, it goes back to what I've already said, but was unflappable confidence. I think Mm. that's what I really took away is trust in myself, belief in myself. And then what was the other part of the question? I was counting on you calling someone else first. Uh, Well, I I was going to ask you, like, is there anything else you feel like the audience needs to hear or should hear or just a kind of any funny anecdote that you really just want to share? Yeah, I think we've kind of said it already, but take the chance. She does offer the guarantee. So if you are that one rare person who, or non-existent person who doesn't lose weight, you can get it back. And, and like everyone else has said, it's, it's, it's worth tenfold that at the end of the day, I know one of the women in the group saved on her life insurance, like an obscene, like a seven X ROI on life insurance. Yeah. So. Don't let the money hold you back for sure. And, and just trust yourself and know that we're all rooting for you too. So, so we're here believing in you as well. I love that. That is so special. The community that we've created is really, it's just one of a kind. It's so, so special. I love what Courtney's talking about you guys. Cause she's brought up a couple times, unflappable courage and unflappable confidence And the way that you create that is by committing and deciding you're going to do this and you click the button. That's the first step to creating really confidence. So it's like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the four C's, but you commit to something like losing weight for the last time. And then you muster up the courage to click the button. And then you see that you're capable, that you can do it and then you, then you do it and then you do it again and then you do it again and then you do it again through the program and then you get that confidence. So it's commit, courage, capability, confidence, which is really just a cool framework for going after goals. And I thought of one more thing, if I can yeah, add that before I go to the others. I, at the very beginning, like the first day, first week, you had us come up with 20 compelling reasons and to remind us every day why we're here and why we're doing that. And mine, I'm like 20. I'm like, to buy this dress, to buy that dress, to look hot in a bikini. Uh-huh. And by like six weeks in, when I was starting to get to the point, I'm like, I could probably order that dress now, that kind of thing. I was like, we care about that anymore. That's not what I'm seeing is the value. My compelling reasons are that I have bigger 
fish to fry in my life and and it's clearing up headspace. So I'm not worried about how my pants are fitting. I'm worried about how I'm showing up at that meeting and what I'm saying. And it was it was that was huge for me. And it did not take very long at all for that. So so I got to get the dresses and the bikinis and do all of that stuff. But I also got all the other stuff. And I think it's really neat to see how my priorities and what's driving me to continue this work has evolved into something way deeper than than where I started. That is so cool. And I always say that I'm like, pick the most shallow vein reasons ever, because you're going to have to do the deep work to get there. And then you're going to find even more deep reasons and vein, shallow, deep, whatever. It, it really doesn't matter. There's all air quotes around all those words anyways. So I love that. That's so, so cool. Okay, Riley. Transformative. Transformative inside and, and out. Mostly inside. Although like outside as you well. You also lost a crap ton of weight too. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's what's so funny is like we we care. We do. We're glad we did it. But like that's not the biggest transformation. It's more the relationship we have like with ourselves. Capital S. I'm still me. I'm still the same me. Like losing weight doesn't solve any of the other challenges I have in life. But the work that we do to lose the weight does. So awesome. Well, let's go to Jennifer. So Jennifer, tell us your one word and any final thought. Sure. So my word, I would describe YMX as profound. And I actually looked up what profound meant to make sure it meant what I thought it meant. And it does. (laughs) Tell us what it means. I want to (laughs) know. I mean, it's, 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 there's two definitions for it. It's great and intense. And then coming from the depths of one's being are the two definitions of the word profound when I looked it up. And I was like, yes and yes. Yes, the experience is intense in the best possible way. And I feel everything, like, I I just feel everything, like, in my bones. As much as I did not believe in myself in my bones before, I do now. Honestly, I was I was like, okay, great community, whatever. I didn't really think I was going to like forge these amazing friendships that my friend was like, no, 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 you're going to make the best friends. And then like the two women I'm I'm sharing the microphone with today are very dear to me now. But it's really it's also it's just yes, it's the weight loss, but I it helped me so much already and it's giving me the tools to keep moving forward in in other areas. I've got this group knows I've got an ongoing parenting challenge with one of my kiddos with big emotions and he had a he had a big episode yesterday and I went to bed last night and thought about my reaction to it and I was like, "Oh my god, like this really is changing me like for the better, not just that I weigh less and my my brain is quieter, but I'm, I'm a better parent now. And I'm learning, I'm not going to pretend it's all over. I got, I got a ways to go and all of this, but it's just really, it's, it really, I feel it in my bones. So profound is my word. Okay. Riley, you want to bring us home, girl? There's no trick. There's no secret here. It's not, Laura's not going to sell you anything weird. That every oh, there's a little weird going on. I'm a little crazy. Well, mindset though. Someone said someone I heard one of the other young moms say she's not going to sell you a, a weird thigh wrap or something. Oh, yeah. But that 
like everything that you need to lose weight, to solve challenge, to like work through challenges with your kids, with family members at work. All of those things are tied together and all everything you need is already inside you. No one can give you anything or tell you anything that will be more effective than you learning the tools to do it for yourself. And that's what good coaching is. No one can tell you how to do it, but they can guide you to how to learn it for yourself. That's so true. Somebody once like gave the quote of like the Glenda the Good Witch or something. There's some quote about it was always in you or so, I, I'm botching it now, but something like that. It's always in you. You just help me find it. <laughs> All right, you guys, that was so special. I love you guys so, so much. Okay. So for the audience, for the young moms out there, if you are feeling inspired or called, I highly encourage you for you, for yourself, but also, yes, for your family, for your kiddos to go to lauraconley.com and sign up. Doors are currently open for the January experience. So let's get this done. Thank you guys. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, Jennifer, from the bottom of my heart. I'm just, I'm so, so lucky that you guys come and you share. So have the best week ever. Thanks again. I'll see you guys next week. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it love it if you leave a rate review and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in pretty pretty pleased with a cherry on top it would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message thank you in advance i really appreciate it and you have to come check out the yummy mummy experience it's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy. Lose weight for the last time end body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.